1: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Well, uh, could Skip Bayless... And Shannon Sharp, Breakup. What's the name of the show, Blake?
3: Undisputed.
0: Undisputed. It's on Fox or FS1 or something. It's the undisputed worst show on TV. Okay. <laughs> and, and Skip Bayless is, is definitely the shock factor. And eh, I don't want to say shock jock, but in a way, sh- shock. I think that's a good name for it. Jock host. Uh, but he brings the eyeballs in. Now, I don't know what their ratings are on the TV, but he on social media, he's insane. His, his impressions, brand, followers, all that. And I, I, they either both hate each other, but we know that Shannon Sharp hates Skip Bayless. The problem for Shannon is, I don't think he even comes close to carrying the no. eyeballs or... Viewers that he thinks he does, but the execs know. Okay, so they know the numbers. They're running the numbers on these guys nonstop. Q numbers, whatever you want to call them. First of all, they know the show, how much it's watched, how much it's streamed. When they cut it up and go put it on YouTube, da 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 da. Because you know, same thing. You know, all these shows now. We podcast. We YouTube. But that that's a that's on a big platform. Bayless has been around for what forty years, forty five years.
3: Feels like it. Um, I mean, he made the Stephen A. Smith first take show. I, he did. You know, that
0: was... And they still haven't been able to quite figure out what to do since Skip left. Nope. And Skip took the bag, bag of cash, and went to Undisputed. And Fox, when Fox created FS1. Yep. And, you know, Cowherd left ESPN. Y'all know the whole drill. So, anyway, I don't know what happens there. Uh, I don't watch the show, but I know both of them. Um and and I I get their their model and formula and so on. So we'll we'll see how. that And I don't I don't know what Skip Bayless has left on his contract. The problem for Shannon Sharp is Skip brings more viewers and eyeballs to the table than Shannon Sharp, even though Shannon played tight end in the NFL and yeah. won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. Three Super Bowls and is a Hall of Famer. oh, anyone won one with the Broncos. Two with the Broncos. If I'm not oh, it was. Or, or two,
3: it, with Ravens two with the rate with the Bra- one, okay, something. He it. has three rings. Got it. I don't know. I mean, I think he's overrated too, but that's a whole different discussion. Yeah. Uh, their show, by the way, Undisputed. We talk about what what numbers matter when ads decide to hire or fire coaches. It's about butts in the seats, right? Yeah. Apathy. Do you have people watching or not watching? Do people yeah. show up to games or not? Well, Undisputed, from last year to this year, in a same window, ratings twenty eight percent decline. Hello. Producers don't care a lot about what you tweet or what you say. A lot of people can say stuff and then apologize, and it doesn't matter, and you keep going. You know what they care about? <laughs> when, when people are going, click, next channel. That's right. 28% decline year over year. In an era when football is on a meteoric skyrocket
0: rise. No question. Bad. Right. I mean, we're a small little spec, and we went up way into double digits digital in 2022 as far as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and our YouTube channel, and that's because of you. Thank you. Now, those guys need to pull millions and millions and millions and millions of views and eyeballs and so on. Um, They're only averaging 146,000 viewers this year. So that's I think terrible. I, I, it's probably the, the stick and the fact that they hate each other. is, is what I'm thinking. I probably and need to... Skip's
3: tired. People yeah. are just a little tired of what his... Okay, this is somewhat like the... People got tired of the Boomer stick on ESPN. Like yeah, at some Chris point, Porman. some at some point, some things just go by the wayside. Right? It is what it is, and it seems like Skip Bayless's shtick of always just trying to say the most outrageous thing. People have finally gotten to the point where I can I can listen to so many other small things. I can get such detailed information. I can go to PFF and get NFL. I can go to college and find a, but, a podcast but look, on everybody. Let's go
0: back to ESPN is just bigger too. Okay? Well, that's true. They've been around longer. Fox is still in in, in its infancy. Um, I understand Fox, the channel is huge, but I FS1 get that. Is not, but yeah. FS1 has not been. I mean, ESPN dropped in seventy eight or seventy nine. Y'all know the drill. Then it took off in the late eighties. When I was in college in the mid nineties, we lived on Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann, absolutely, and, and eventually all the other talented guys that would come that went through there, um, and, and they have all the sport. I mean. They've had football and basketball and baseball and so on. So it's it's tough to draw that um, in just a handful of years. So I do want to. I agree with that. You know, uh, people get used to being on ESPN. And then the NFL network has crushed it, too. I yes. don't think that's helped at this point. But you're right. They're both. Uh, they're beyond controversial and polarizing. There's a fine line. You need to be opinionated, but maybe not wackadoo out there. All right, let's switch gears. Um, Kendall oh, who offensive coordinator at Arkansas. Will we be calling him the offensive coordinator at Mississippi state? Maybe also, you know, that Zach Arnett has another three to four guys that he is targeting. He wants to get this thing done, settle that spot in and then build around that. Uh, Kendall Browles is a little freak as a play caller. He's just one of those guys that's really, really good. Wherever he's been. And Baylor and 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 uh Florida Atlantic and Arkansas and so on. Did he spend a minute at Central Florida? He may have. But Might anyway, be. um the point is Sam Pittman hired him, and people asked like we had who is this dude? Rick or Rusty or something on our ag up equipment text line? Kirk. Kirk said, hey, I just turned the show on, and I hear that Bryles is the number one play caller in the SEC by some analytics nerd, <laughs> st- statistical sheet. But as an, all, as an Arkansas fan, let me tell you a large number of fans want this guy gone. Yeah, they do. His sketchy play calling literally literally cost us three games. No situational awareness. Calling slow-developing trick plays when we are running it down there." throw deep passes with no receivers, double reverses on first down, blah, 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 blah. All right, Kirk, let me tell you something. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. with any kind of equivalent play caller. Let me also tell you that what Kendall Briles has done, considering your quarterback situation and your offensive skill talent, compared to the defenses that Arkansas play, same thing with Mississippi State and Ole Miss, compared to the defenses that Arkansas plays, like LSU, top five recruiter, Bama, top five recruiter, A&M, top five recruiter, Auburn, top 12 recruiter. All right, let me ask you this. Did Kendall Bryles fumble the ball on the one inch line when y'all were going in to put the game away against AM? The ball then gets batted over to the left side. AM scoops it up and takes it 99 yards to win the game. Was it Kendall Bryles' fault that KJ Jefferson got hurt and he had to throw in Malik Hornsby? You know what he did with Malik Hornsby? He actually generated offense, and Malik is really limited. Yep. I watched Malik live in Starkville, Scottfield, and he wore out that Mississippi State defense to the tune of what, 284 yards. And again, he's not a po- KJ Jefferson's not a polished passer, much less Malik Hornsby. So Kendall has been um, a freak for y'all. And play calling is the most important juice, buzz, electricity, mojo asset you can have now, as as a coach. And if you got it,
3: you're getting paid. Can I give you some numbers that outline this? In 2018, Chad Morris's Arkansas Razorbacks were 114th in the country. <laughs> There's 130 qualified teams. Okay, so 100. All these numbers out of 130. Chad Morris was 114th in points per game. Okay. In 2019, he was 110th in points per game. Yeehaw, we're moving up. Four spots. Then Art Brow, I'm sorry, Art Browes, Kendall Browes, and Sam Pittman take over in year one. Kendall goes from 110th to 87th in points per game. Okay. In year two, he goes from 87th to 48th in points per game. Okay. In year three, he goes from 48th to 35th in points per game.
0: And that's with his quarterback going down for three games, four games, three or four games. games. Yeah. What was that last number? 48
3: to what? 35th. Got it. So they were 35th in points per game this year. Now they had they had let me explain to you how un, imbalanced this team was they had to run the ball 40 plus times a game and throw it 24 times a game because they literally couldn't complete forward passes right now that's not Kendall Browell's fault he's not out there going let's not throw the ball because I just hate it." It's what you have.
0: He made Traylon Burks a first-round pick. Correct. Nobody was talking about Traylon Burks. He was Correct. buried at Arkansas with, like you said, Chad Morris didn't believe in first downs or touchdowns. Good hell. Traylon Burks is then a top twenty pick or 25 pick in the first round yep. of the NFL draft, and now the young man's getting better and better. Traylon Burks became a down-the-field uh, explosive play target, but more importantly was what browse did in the red zone because of Traylon Burks and his catch radius. If you will, can we have a catch radius show? Yes. I can really nerd out on on the names that we, um, on the, on the football, uh, jargon that we throw out vernacular. Um, so bottom line, Kendall went, these numbers are exceptional. Now, let me give you an example of what Blake just referenced this year. Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach struggled at times to do what we wanted them to do in the red zone. And they're both ridiculously talented yeah. play callers. They yeah. are in the top 2 or 3% of play callers in the country. And let me also, Will Rogers and Jackson Dart didn't miss any games. And by the way, let me circle back. As much as people have poked holes in Will Rogers' uh, game, and I understand there's there's some things here. But Will's ability, his accuracy, his ability to complete passes is, has done something for you that you've never had. I know he's immobile. I can't just focus on that. I mean, he made like six or seven throws against Illinois and six or seven throws against Ole Miss that moved the chains, things that you've never done in your history. But the one thing that Will's done, and I know Will's not 6'3", 230 pounds like Will Levis, even though Will Rogers was more... Uh, productive okay is will rogers who's taken some serious shots in 2021 and 2022 as the quarterback just like every court darts darts a tough dude these two guys are tough will rogers never missed any time and and how valuable are you if you can't show up for work well you're not valuable for so, me hey the cowboys just cut james washington because he couldn't get on the field exactly. all the year. how valuable are you when you can't get on the field I don't care if you're gambling on the game or if it's your team or if it's your fantasy football player or whatever, but if you can't get on the field, then what are we doing? And Will Rogers has somehow, he's what, six feet 200 or something? Somewhere in there? Uh, and, and he has gotten absolutely drilled into the turf. Hasn't missed a game. That, that matters matters to me. It matters. Jackson Dart didn't miss a game. It matters. So anyway, I, I do want you to keep that you know in front of you when you're talking about, well, Will can't do this, this, and this. You may be right, but he can do this, this, and this. And he won you seven. I keep going back to, at the end of the day, <laughs> he's
3: in a small group of people in the history of Mississippi State quarterbacks who say, I won 17 games in two years. It is what it is. Yeah, Leach is a huge part of that, but so is Will Rock. I mean, you have to have all those pieces. 16, but I get what you're saying. Oh, six, sorry, yeah, 9. No, 9 and 8. They
0: won 9 this year. Yeah, but they went 7 and 6 last year. Oh, why did I think the they won SSA 8. The That's, ball, right. Yeah. The bowl That's right. Yeah, the bowl That's right, I was thinking they had 8 last year. Either way, 16 games, yeah. eight, averaging 8 per year in Start Bowl or Oxford is huge. nothing short of amazing. And Will has had the ability to take hits and stay healthy. So, bottom line. That's something else to think about for number two. Well, they both wear number two, which is... Ironic. Right? It will be interesting to see if Kendall Brow... I, I like that we asked Steve Robertson
3: this, and I think about it. You know, Kendall Brow's run heavy at Arkansas, partly because Sam Pittman and, and the way they want to play, and partly because of the talent that they have. But Will Rogers is... If there were ever two QBs on opposite ends of the pendulum, it's KJ Jefferson and Will Rogers. No doubt. And it will be... What an interesting KJ, watch it would KJ be to see is that. is a
0: better Chris Relf,
3: correct? But not as good as Nick Fitzgerald, right? You would, would you? Not as productive, I would argue.
0: Nick was one of the most dangerous quarterbacks in the history of college football, running the ball. And by the by, his last no, it wasn't his last year. Joe Mohat second by, to last by Dan's yeah. last year with him, yep. Nick Fitz had really, really refined his... Now, he was never going to be Matt Corral or Kelly, uh, yeah. Bryce Young or yeah. Joe Burrow. Uh, and there's no point in worrying about that or debating that. But by 2017, Fitz had had the ability to, to show some touch on the football and make some throws that I don't think anybody ever thought he would be able to when he was playing in 2016. Agree. KJ is getting a lot better, too, with his touch and ability to throw the football because he was super, super, super raw coming out of North Panola in North Mississippi, and Browse has done a, an amazing job coaching him and, and developing him.
3: Yeah, I think the key to this OC hire is, like you said, one, it's the difference in success and failure for Zach Arnett because there is no one else on the staff that will be as important as offensive play calling. And
0: please understand there are several others that they're going to go target if this doesn't work out that are very, very talented. Correct. When you're offering well over $1.3, $1.5, $1.7, whatever million for that offensive coordinator position, $2 million maybe, then I can promise you guys won't. If Kendall says no, fine. There are other guys who will get on a plane and go to start. I know nobody wants to go to start. Well, you hear that. But, yeah, I know Ben Hallin, a three-time Final Four coach, wasn't going to go to start and he did I know Mike Leach. A, who was trending towards the College Football Hall of Fame and had just gone 11-2 and two with Gardner Minshew and went to the, did they go to the Fiesta? They didn't go to the Rose. I
3: think that's correct. Okay,
0: and had just gone to a New Year's Six Bowl game with Washington State, didn't want to go Star And, you know, whatever. But the bottom line is they're going to be in the mix for a really, really talented play caller. But that that Arnett's got, he's got to get in that, Even if it's not in the Kendall Browse tier, even if it's just one step down, it's got to be in that, at that level. Yeah. Because as Blake and I have discussed, if you don't have a really good. um, It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria
2: Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say.
1: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Offensive play caller?
0: This thing ain't going to work. And you got to be committed to what Mike Leach
3: just built. And that does not mean that you have to be Mike Leach. Not at all. But you have to be committed to what he's spent the last three years doing, which is taking you out of 1865, and bringing you into the 21st century of college football and of football in general and you have to be committed to throwing the football. You don't have to be 60 times a game. I understand that. Sure.
0: But you cannot go well, let me sum backwards. It up. You to win at Mississippi State and other places, Ole Miss Arkansas, South Carolina, Michigan State, Oklahoma State. I know I go through that every time. You have to be unique and different. You have to. So if you if you're trying to be oh my god, we got to be 60-40 I don't think so. I think you need to be 70% pass, maybe 75, 25, 30% run. But the fact that you won seven games with the personnel you had last year and eight slash nine, however you want to run the numbers for the late Mike Leach, holy hell, I cannot believe it. Yeah. Um, Talking about not having, I mean, you had some nice players, but you didn't have a Traylon Burks. You didn't have an Elijah Moore. You didn't have a Jarius Norwood. I, you didn't even have a Chad Bumpus. I mean, I guess Makai Polk was part system, part. That guy's a pretty damn good football player. Uh, yeah, you would have loved to have seen what he w- he could do this year. I get it. Um, You know, there's just... Now, this Justin Robinson guy... He's got all the tools to be the most talented player you've had at that position in a long time with his six-foot-five frame. And I stood right beside him after the game. Uh, I actually went down the tunnel and went down there to do whatever I was doing. And, you know, he's not super, He's not built like Caleb Ducking. This guy's got some, some muscle and so on on him. That guy could be unbelievable for you next year. Justin Robinson could be the first guy who has a legitimate shot to be an NFL-wide receiver since Justin Jenkins, who, if he doesn't tear his ACL, absolutely is. And I know Bumpus made the Miami Dolphins deal. I still can't figure out how he didn't hang around on a practice squad for a while, but whatever. And then I may be missing one other guy, but other than that, obviously, y'all tend to go back to mold. So... Justin Robinson, 6'5", 200 and something pounds, built well, and that guy could be a he could be a dude for you at a position where you haven't really had the dudes. Ole Miss has, and then all the other powers in the um, in the league have, you know, because LSU just has them. Hey, you saw what happened with Georgia? They started using their dudes. They don't always do that. Yep. Then you you really got to see. Uh, Their wide receiver unit and how damn talented those guys are. And granted, Stetson made three amazing throws. So Mr. Ranch dressing did what I wasn't sure he could do. Now, as Herb Street said at halftime, he was struggling. And he disappeared for 30 minutes during that game. See, the difference at George, this is where people don't, oh, you hate Stetson, blah, 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 he's awesome. No, no, no. In Starkville and Oxford and Fayetteville, you can't can't disappear for 30 minutes and still have a shot to win the game. I'm not taking anything away from Stetson Bennett. He made three hellacious throws in the second half. But you can't, if you disappear, if your quarterback disappears for 30 minutes, you get beat by 24. That's the difference. At best. Or 30. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dak Prescott, Eli Manning, Chad Kelly, Nick Fitzgerald, Will Rogers, Matt Corral, and Jackson Dart can't disappear for thirty minutes because there's no margin for error. Stetson can go five possessions and nothing happen, and then come back and drop twenty-eight points in like nine minutes. Yep, because they, same thing Alabama
3: does with Bryce Young, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Except
0: Bryce doesn't disappear like that. Well, I get correct. What yeah.
3: Um, how about the fact that in our playoff, the two quarterbacks? that everybody has on their on their board, so to speak, lose and the two QBs that are quote unquote underappreciated end up getting the dub.
0: Well, I'm not going to take anything away from CJ Stroud. I understand he uh, struggled and you can't throw you can't throw that in that situation those picks mm-hmm. um, pick sixes are crazy. you know a lot of times you can throw up like will rogers threw a a, a hail mary pick a, I, yeah. I love the. i don't have a problem with that that's like a punt yep throw the damn ball down the field i hope will continues to do that but i'll give cj stroud credit blake that kid under major duress from the best defensive line in the country played his Dude, ass off wasn't his
3: fault they and lost. let me
0: tell you what else he showed that they really haven't asked him to do is he pulled the ball down and he ran it. And I think NFL scouts don't want him to do it more than about three times a game. But if yeah. you can do it, it's a valuable, valuable asset and component to yep. your game. And I think C.J. Stroud just, you know, yeah put He's, an exclamation point on his career. Yeah, he,
3: he showed athleticism that some people questioned through his Ohio State no career. Doubt. And so a lot of times, like you said, for for guys like Burrow, and some of these athletic dudes in the NFL. He's a freak. It's not about extending for the run. Most of the time, it's extending to throw the ball down the field. Patrick Mahomes, it's keeping the eyes up. So it'll be interesting to see. And was that Michigan and Jim Harbaugh's last game? I think so. That's a great question to me as well. I think Harbaugh's gone. I do too. He was asked about it yesterday, and we're obviously running out of time, but he did not give a strong answer. We'll have to get into that tomorrow. But he did not give a resounding, I'm a Michigan man answer. So I don't know. Out
0: of bounds. ESPN 105.9 The Zone is Harbaugh gone to the NFL. Show is brought to you by Eye Care Professionals. Dr. Kirk Jeffries. If you need cataract surgery, it's simple. Eye Care Professionals, two locations on Lakeland Drive. Eye Care Professionals. And the show is brought to you by Mac Hike and Flowwood. Mackhikeflowood.com pre-owned or new trucks or SUVs driven by Mac Hike and Flowwood. That's mackhikeflowood.com. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Don't forget Apple Podcasts. Search the Out of Bounds Show. We'll see you tomorrow.